Hello everybody and welcome to this Xbox Life uh, episode 318, Xbox One Year in Review. I am one of your hosts, Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, and with me as always my good buddy Rob. Hey, what's up everybody? This is Rob, also known as Presar. And also with us this week, back by popular demand, or, well, I don't know, we got some pretty good reviews on the guest host last week, so, but yeah. back anyways is our buddy Braun. <laughs> hello, hello. It's, it's by popular demand. Is that what you're calling? I is think. that what you say? <laughs> yes. Yep. So, Braun, BJ633 on Xbox Live. All right, and... uh yeah, we welcome. Thank you for joining the show. Be sure to check us out at thisxboxlife.com for all the news and uh, info you need on the episodes. And you're always welcome to comment on each episode. Uh, I do want to say, I you know last week somebody did comment in the official website about they had asked for some links to some of the headsets we were talking about. I didn't see that. I've been sick all week. Still am. Um, but uh, I did post those today, so if you, who, uh, to the person that posted out there, uh, we did get you that, uh, those links are available on the website now in the comment thread, so we appreciate that. Um, if you do want responses from us, I uh, recommend using the, the Facebook group, if at all possible, um, but that's also, you know, we'll keep our eye on that one too from time to time. <laughs> so, um... Thank you. Uh, as always, please continue to support us by shopping at Amazon uh, by going to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon. Uh, this is uh, our affiliate link in the U.S. If you are outside of the U.S. and would like to support the show, go to thisxboxlife.com, click on the Amazon link there on the page, and it will take you to our affiliate page to the Amazon site closest to you. So it'll redirect you to the UK or Spain, Germany, France, wherever. Um, and we got those affiliate sites set up there. Um, all right. So before we get into this week, I want to first, I know, Brun, yep. you've got something that you wanted to share. Um, I know you got some pretty big news, and I wanted to uh, give you this opportunity to share this. Um, but first of all, let me just preface this by saying, I wasn't aware that you had such a fear of spiders. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, uh, not, uh, well, actually, hold on real quick. So, uh, wow. Hey, honey. Thank thanks. You. Thanks for posting the uh, spider story because now we're talking about it on the show, by the way. And I'm, I'm saying this to you right as we're recording, too, because, you know, they're asking me. Okay. So, uh, we are live, folks. Yes, we are I know, live. I know, I, I know, we're, I know we're live, and that's, I just had to do that. Why we're live? Um, so, no, I... Yeah, I'm pretty... It, spiders are not my favorite things, let's say that. Now, like, the small daddy long legs and stuff I can, I can handle, but anything other than that, I'm just like... If I can see them at a distance, I'm okay. Um, but if they are... If somebody's like, hey, there's a spider over here, I'll be like... Where? Like, I have to know where it's at, because if I don't know where it's at, then that, that's it. And if one surprises me, like on the side of the wall or crawls out of the <laughs> dashboard or something like that in a car, I, I literally just, like, I tense up and freak out. So, yeah, yeah. They, you think that story on Facebook was funny? I should tell you the, um, the one where the spider did crawl the dashboard, uh, because I was in a... Uh, here, I'll tell it real quick. So, we borrowed a grandfather's car. 
my wife's uh, grandfather's car or truck, and he lives out in the country. So we're driving down, and we're in a Tim Hortons drive-through, and we're just happen to be in the drive-through where I'm next to the building, so I can't go anywhere. I can't like jump out of my car or jump out of the truck. And and my <laughs> wife looks it. at me and she goes, "Run! I don't want you to freak out." But there is a humongous spider crawling out of the dash. And I swear <laughs> it was this big around. It was a little bit bigger than I would say a 50 cent piece or a silver dollar. I mean, it was it was pretty big. Every time I tell the story, I'm like, it was this. I, I make it, it bigger, bigger as I tell it. <laughs> yeah. So it was crawling and it was that, like the light brown with hair. And it winked at me. That's probably how big your eyes were when you saw it. Like, <laughs> no. Well, so my thing was is I all of a sudden I tried to push my body through my chair, and it was an extended cab truck. I actually pulled out of the drive-through sideways and got out of the car, and it was like dangling from like from my foot. And oh uh, man, I was freaking out. And she's over there just laughing and laughing. So the uh, the story this week that was on Facebook was uh, yeah. It was my son freaking out, and he's like, it's crawling up his chest, and he's like, get it off me, and he starts running over to where like I'm at, and I'm like, don't you bring that over here to me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, and it was a, I could see the black thing crawling up his shirt, I, I'd have been, I would have lost it, so I'm glad it was on him and not me. <laughs> I was just laughing at the story your wife had posted, it was very funny, it was very funny. Did she talk about what happened to her? Yes, I was surprised okay. she said that. I will. Yeah. I'll leave that to you to say what. Okay. Happened she to calls her. it the Braun and Brandon spider story. I call it the Devin Peter pants story <laughs> uh, because she was laughing so hard. I mean, I, she was. That was the hardest I think I've ever seen her laugh. She was laughing so hard, and she's like, "Ah, she's like, just." It was crazy. So, yeah, it was a good one. Oh. All yeah, right. A lot well, of big I, fan of spiders. A lot of people don't either don't like spiders or snakes. I'm the snake guy, dude. And That's, snakes. I won't even go into a pet stop, a pet yeah. store, or the section of the zoo where they're at. No way. I you can't get yeah. me in there. And you hey, and my brother had a. <laughs> yeah, my uh, brother had a like a ball python or something oh. at one time. Dude, just, so, just yeah, those... my skin starting just the the talking about it. My, I'm starting to get like. Yeah. Oh, my shoulders tense, and I get yeah. like the little eebie-jeebies <laughs> on my arms, and like so. Let's like move when on. I go to a pet store, <laughs> I can look at spiders through glass, and and like a tarantula, like tarantulas don't freak Ooh, me out. Like I think nasty. I could, I could hold, I would hold a tarantula because they're like a furry pet, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's or a, a goliath, <laughs> a goliath bird eater. You know those Pets things are don't like the have size eight legs, Brun. <laughs> yeah, the size of dinner plate is like the goliath bird eater. Um, but those small ones, you know, definitely here in Ohio, we have some brown recluse sometimes and uh, black widows and, you know, some of the poisonous ones. And it's always the small ones that or the mid-sized ones. Those ones, I'm 100 miles the other way. So, Well, but, uh, I know you have news to share, and I know that wasn't the news you were planning. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and why don't you share the news that you truly wanted to share today? Okay, cool. I found the you coolest a PS4, PC game. Right? <laughs> I know. I found the coolest PC game, and I want to share it with everybody. <laughs> yeah. No, my uh, my Xbox One that uh, I said I was going to order a couple shows ago, 
arrived on Monday. So I set it up and for the first night was pretty much downloading everything. Um, but then, you know, it, it's, it's funny cause up till Friday, I only played like an hour. So from Monday to Friday, I only got like an hour of play time just because uh, it's just a super busy week. And this week coming up, it's not even, uh, isn't any easier, but I did, uh, play what, a couple hours, two, three hours on Friday night. We played some destiny. Yep. And then I played some Assassin's Creed Black Flag to get ready for Assassin's Creed Unity, which comes out on Tuesday. Ooh. So, um, but I will say my Xbox One has been on all the time because I have it hooked up to, you know, through the cable box into the TV. So, you know, you walk downstairs and say Xbox on and it turns on everything. And that's how I watch my TV. <laughs> Uh, my wife doesn't like it too much. She calls it the thing, the thing that shall not be named because it listens to her and stuff like that. So I saw that post on Facebook too. I was cracking yeah. up. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So, um, yeah. Well, when we get down to when we get down to our topic, our roundtable, because we're talking about that, I'll talk about some of the stuff that I like and things there. But okay. yeah, for right now, it's just I got my Xbox One, so. Did you play Loki should be happy. I'm pretty sure he's been back on Facebook. So. I haven't seen him and I know he's in our I know he's yeah. in the Twitch chat, so I expect him to put create his uh Facebook account again while, tonight before the night's over. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. But, so did you play nope. any games then besides Destiny? Why don't you tell us what you um, played? Well, yeah. Uh so what I played this week is I played Destiny, I played Black Flag, I played the uh, golf game. Um, I can't think of the name of it off the top of my Power head. Power Star or something like that. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's like the freemium, if you yeah. want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I played, I, I turned on Max um, for oh, yeah. like a brief second. That, that's the one of the ones where I started it up and then something came up and I had to leave. Um, what else did I start up? I think, did, I think did you that's. Did you try the golf club? No, because I know that's one. Uh, we got a TXL club in that game, the yep. golf club. Think, There's several people. Yeah, play Loki. That. Loki plays it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think he manages yeah. the club. Yeah. So I, you know, I haven't like I said I haven't got too much into it. I know, I know this week uh, uh, Unity comes out. I'll be playing that. You know, and the other, the other, the bad thing is I went and watched the making of Master Chief Collection. And I'm just like, oh, now I want to buy it, <laughs> oh. you know, type of thing, because it looks so good, um, what they've done. And, and be strong. Just bro. watch. I know just watching. It's got me all excited. But, you know, I have a brand new game coming on, you know, coming and and stuff like that. So but know, that's all I've, I played Battlefield 4 on a PC this uh, a little bit today because it's double XP and I hit uh, I hit 120 today. So, ten more, and I max out on rank until they release the next DLC, and that's one forty, I think. So I'll have twenty ranks to get, but it's I got like a hundred, I think it's a hundred thousand points to get for each rank now. So wow, takes some time. Well, yeah. talking about that making of Halo Two, Randy talked mm-hmm. about it last week when he was filling in for you, and I told him I said I don't want to watch it because I know it'll make me want to buy the game. It's 
I that's true. I've been sick all week, and so I've been watching a lot of stuff. And I did watch that. Oh, sure yeah. enough, it did. It did the same thing, but I was strong. I held oh. out, and I didn't buy it. <laughs> uh, see, I, I was I was hoping you'd say that and be like, and I went and bought it because I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm going to too. Nah, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna resist because it still comes down to I've played all these games already. Right. I really. And I was never that big into the multiplayer. It was always, let's play the campaign and co-op and do that. And I just, you know, it's one of those, if you can't keep up with people doing it the day, the first right away and get your schedules aligned, it's just not going to happen. And I just, I just don't, I didn't care for it that much to own it. It's like, I want to buy it just so that I have it. Yeah, and that's. It, it's yeah. not so, but that's just a dumb reason to buy it, you know. Yeah. So well, That's why that I'll, point, I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up so I can play the, like I said, play the single-player campaigns all the way through before 5 comes out. I think that's what I'll end up doing. Well, at that point, you may as well just wait until, I don't know, like February or March when it's half price and then just pick it exactly. up on the sale. Yeah, yep. I mean, and there's no bonus or anything. It's like buying it early, you get like Skulls and Halo 2 or something. Whoop-de-doo. Mm. You know, when you get, it, get access to the Halo 5 multiplayer, but the thing is, is I, can, I can wait for that. There's early access things i really kind of stay over or not early access but like betas and stuff like that i kind of play them if i have to but if i know it's a game i'm going to get i kind of stay away from them because i don't want to be like burnt out when i get it right exactly so, but uh cool yeah that's all what right. i played all right Rob, got, how about Rob? you i played uh a little bit of the crew beta and there was something else, and I can't for the life of me think of what it was. But uh, I'd probably say the the thing that I played the most of was uh, the crew beta. And I had an interesting response to that game initially. So when I first started it up, I just kept thinking, it's not Forza Horizon 2. It doesn't look like Forza Horizon 2. The car doesn't move like it. The streets don't look like it. But, and it actually was a little bit of a problem for me. And I actually thought, I'm like, this looks unrealistic. It looks this, it looks that. But once I got into playing it a little bit, I, I played it for about maybe an hour or a little bit more. I actually started to get into it. And I, I really appreciated the storyline behind it because even though there's a tiny smidge, itty-bitty, teensy-tiny little part of a story in Forza Horizon 2, it doesn't even compare to an actual storyline. It's like, okay, you're just trying to go around and you know win all these races. It's literally just repeating the same thing over and over in different tracks. And uh, this seems to have a little bit of like a you know, crime infiltration type of storyline to it. And uh, it, it looks kind of neat. It's actually uh, sparked my curiosity a little bit. And I went from initially like there's no way I'm getting this thing to I, I think it's a pretty solid buy for me. I think I'm going to pick it up when it comes out. And I do like the fact that or I appreciate the fact that they put all over the place this is a beta not representative of the final product. They have to, I think they really have to keep reminding people uh, just because people will condemn something uh, early on and such like I was almost about to do. But uh, it's an interesting game. It's got some really neat little things to it. Like on Forza Horizon 2, when you play with um, 
uh, I forgot what it's called. It's like where it shows you where to drive. It's like the arrows on the road. This thing actually has like a line above the road, which is a little bit of a different thing. I've never seen that before in, a, in another game. And um, it's, uh, it's got some cool stuff. Like it'll show you like a map of the whole city. And then it zooms in like kind of like Google Earth does. It just zooms in and then boom, you're in the race. And uh, that's kind of neat. So it's, it's got some new stuff to it. I don't know how it'll um how long it'll last how the replayability of it will be and such but uh it's it's enough to spark my interest for sure so that's about it for me all i can say is you couldn't be more wrong (laughs) yeah whatever (laughs) i think the crew beta i think the game blows um i i do agree that my thought because i thought the same thing i'm like well, this sure ain't Forza Horizon 2. Forza Horizon 2 is so much better. Um, but I will say the same thing. I thought the exact same thing. Well, at least there is a story here. Um, but I I feel like you don't need a story in a racing game. Um, and like Forza Horizon, is, it's just about the driving. You know, that's... Yep. Uh, that's all it has to be. They don't need a story. Oh, there's a festival and you're going to drive in it, you know? Um so, but yeah, at least they're trying to do a story here. Um, but what I just, I played a little bit today and I don't know. I just, I don't like, it's like the cars seem to be so floaty. Um, and I don't like the way like the blue line is above you. To me, for some reason, it seems harder to follow than like when you're used to the Forza lines that are down on the ground, you know, um, it's like sometimes I've missed turns because it's like, oh, it's that blue line is turning. I don't know. It's just it's weird the way it's laid out. Um, but the 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 like cutscenes and stuff look good. The game looks okay. I don't really have any complaints about the visuals. Um, I just don't like the way the cars drive. Um, I, I, to me, it's like super touchy. Barely touches stick, and it's I don't know. It's very floaty. Feels what I what I got out of it. Um, I did play some Call of Duty, uh, Advanced Warfare, played some multiplayer, played some of the co-op, um, also played, uh, some of the campaign, um, enjoying that. I'm just taking my time. Uh, played some Destiny. I got a little ribbing from somebody about that, <coughs> but the reason I played Destiny is because other people wanted me to play. I saw Brun was on, so I wanted a chance to play. Yeah. And you know what, Brun, it's funny. You know, I played, that's... Let's see. I have played an Xbox One game with you now, and I've yet to play with Rob, <laughs> who's had his Xbox One for a year. Year, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Thanks. yeah. So, yeah, well, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> I think Rob mm-hmm. doesn't like me. Dis- um, Destiny's one of those weird ones because it's like it was fun for like the first week or two. And then it's kind of like, I, I, I guess it's fun to revisit when you can get a group of people together to go revisit it and do some stuff in it. But man, I, I cannot play that game by myself and just grind. I can't, I can't no, do it. I, same I, thing. I don't, same, I won't yeah. grind it out either. Yeah. And, you know, I'll Nothing against the game, the... but I mean, it's not <laughs> a, it's not a go hang out and just, you know, run around and play. It is meant to be played with other people. And yeah. It ain't no Sunset Overdrive, that's for sure. No. Um, 
dude, I'm I'm so sad. I've pretty much done everything I can do in that game. All the collectibles are done. All the main missions are done. All the side missions are done. I've got all the achievements for them, all the multiplayer. The only thing I have left to do is I can like redo the the like story, the, the last boss and beat it under par and get a couple achievements if I do that. Um, and then work on challenges. I mean, that's that's really all I got left. And I don't like the challenges. I don't care for stuff in game where it's all time-based. I hate right. that aspect. So I've done a few of these challenges. They're not... I really don't care for them. The weapons ones I enjoy, but the whole traversal and bomb runs and all these other little things that they do... I don't enjoy those, um, so I don't think I'll really do a whole lot with the challenges, but it's like I still go in and play, and I just kind of run around and shoot stuff, and I really have, there's nothing for me to do, but I still love playing this game, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys have got to put some DLC out. I've never, like, completely done every, almost, you know, basically everything in the game that there's to do, and this quickly, and wanted more, 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 and it's not there, you know? It's like I played way too much, way too quickly. Um, but Sunset Overdrive, oh my gosh, I love that game, dude. I can't get enough of it. Um, so anybody that hasn't picked it up needs to get this game. Um, Bron, I know you're new. Uh, I would yeah. just say, you know, maybe after the holidays or you see the game on sale or you're looking for something to fun to play, this is the one that needs to be in your library. But... Mm -hmm. That's what I played this week. So, all right. So, what what about what about like COD? Like, I I like the campaign. Um, the campaign's fun. I think it's it's got a pretty good story so far. I'm enjoying the campaign. Um, I like some of the new, unique little tools and stuff that's in the mm -hmm. game. Um, what impressed me when I when I first started the game I was immediately impressed with the very first rifle you get and like the feel of it like I mean mm -hmm. it it they did such a great job that it, it's just really I don't know why I've never you know people say well the weapon feels heavy and this one truly to me felt like wow I felt like I feel almost like I'm getting kicked back for real you know it's uh it just handled so well. It sounded so good. I was just, I was like the first time I played a Call of Duty, and I was, and I was like, wow, this rifle noise, the feel of it is so amazing. It's like I love this gun. It's just really, really good. Um, so, I mean, that was like within the first minute. I was just like, mm. whoa. I was just, it's instantly impressed with it. Um, and the multiplayer, I really like. I've played some multiplayer. And I really like it. Um, I did not care for the multiplayer in Ghosts. Um, I feel like this one now has gotten back to the more fast-paced, less sniping. You know, right. Ghosts had such large maps, and everybody was just sniping. That's all it was. Yeah, um, yeah saw so, so the quick scope gone, and people weren't happy about that. Some people were, some people weren't. Yeah, I'm happy it but, is gone. So. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just, it's got that quality to feel. I really enjoyed it. I've, I played with some people and we've had a good time and 
Um, it's good. I really think they've done a nice job. Uh, if I had any kind of complaint, it would be that, like, the lobbies... You know, like, I got used to, like I guess I got used to Titanfall, where you had, like, a minute and a half between matches, and you could look through mm-hmm. your your stuff and quickly look at your challenges, alter your, your class and stuff and your gear. There's not, there's hardly any time between matches, and it's like, really, the other day I was just playing with the same thing, same loadout, and then it's like, you have to do all your loadouts when you're not in a, in the match, right. you got to do it beforehand. And other people were complaining about the same thing. It was like, geez, there's just no time to even. Oh, I unlocked a bunch of stuff, but I don't know what it what it is. I can't get in to go look at it. There's not enough time. There's too many options, and um, so there's a, a ton of that stuff. But um, yeah, I see, Jesus is mentioning the the lag, and and I've heard there's complaints about disconnecting and 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 a pretty serious lag of like missing bullets and getting unworthy no. kills but it seems like a majority a majority of the complaints that I've read the stories and stuff are on PC and uh, PS4 it doesn't seem as much on the Xbox One it seems like that one's someone, pretty good to go someone said to me they heard about lag and I've had no lag whatsoever yeah. I've not been dropped out of a single game um, It every match I've played has been super smooth yeah um, and yeah, they didn't even mention Xbox One in the in the story. They they said PC and PlayStation Four. So yeah, I I'm not seeing it on Xbox One. It it ran, I mean, and I was on. See, the game came out Monday. It came out. I didn't. I think I played Tuesday or Wednesday before I jumped into the multiplayer. Um, so I mean, there was a ton of people online, and it ran just fine. So mm. yeah, I've not had any kind of lag issues. So. Cool. But uh, let's see. Other than that, um, I would like to get with like three other people to do the co-op. We tried it the other day. I was playing with uh, the device that shall not be named. Record that. Um, <laughs> you guys know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, uh, him, and I got in, and we were supposed to have another person who bailed on us. We waited for him, and then he gets back and then he leaves to go play something else with somebody else. Thanks, Jason. Um, so oh. him and I went and said, well, I guess just the two of us will play then. So we played and, um, uh, yeah, it, it was tough, especially with only two people. And uh, I don't know how far you can go. Someone was telling, saying today in our group, they got to like level 83 or something, or I think that might've been in the other group, the other podcast group, um, with the horrible gamers, but somebody got like the level 83 or something and, in that and i was just like my gosh we were i don't know what wave we were at but i don't we maybe been between eight and ten and it was just insane with two people we just got destroyed so i'd like to try it a little bit more but um it's weird it's kind of like a horde mode but right you're getting these different objectives and like one of them is like go pick up dog tags while people are attacking you and then there's, you know, but it gets harder and harder, and there's dogs, and there's, um, what do they call them, guardians or centurions or something, I don't know, some big heavy-duty dude comes at you, and um, it, it just continues, they got the drones that come in, and it just gets crazy with technology stuff that comes after you, too, um, but it's good. It's uh, it was fun. It was definitely something different, and I liked it. The weird thing is, it's like you have to, there's like no ammo you don't. You have a limited ammo, 
and you have to purchase like upgrades to your weapons. You start out with a basic gun, and you have to basically get points by killing and doing the stuff, and then you get points that you can spend either to upgrade your exosuit or your gun. So you got to... And then purchasing ammo's in there. Now you, I have seen ammo drop. Um, after you know, if you kill enough dudes, some they'll drop ammo on occasion. But there was a couple times both um, Drew and I were both out of ammo, running around in there trying to figure out what we're gonna do. <laughs> so yeah, very uh, gears create... of warish with the purchasing thing. Yeah. So, but it's like, yeah. I mean it. But it's not just your defenses, it's like your weapon. You have to buy the ammo yeah. and the upgrades for your weapons and stuff. So does add a new twist to it. Uh, it, was, it, it was fun. So I'll have to try that again. Just people hit me up if you guys want to get a group together. Uh, I'd say we definitely need at least four people to get very far in that game. So, but oh. All right. Um, with that, I guess we'll leave it at that. Let's jump in over to the news. All right. So we got a, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine items on the list tonight. Uh, first, we're going to start with Retro City Rampage DX. We'll hit digital platforms next week. Um, that is an upgraded version of V Blank Entertainment's uh, 8-bit style sandbox action game, Retro City Rampage. Um, it's going to be coming to, pay attention, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, PS Vita, Xbox 360, we wear PC and Mac platforms next week. You guys catch the one that was missing? Xbox One? Yeah, no Xbox One. So it'll hit on November 11th for $9.99. And uh, it says all other platforms will follow in the days afterwards. So, oh, it displays, on, uh, it, sorry, it de- debuts on PlayStation consoles on the 11th. Everything else to follow later. So don't go waste your money because they don't care about Xbox. So uh, next up, uh, trial. So uh, in the chat here, we're talking about um, EA access and stuff. Uh, You get like the five games and then you get discounts and early access to games. Uh, A trial, six hours of Dragon Age Inquisition for early uh, early via EA access. Um, Says... On November thirteenth, take Dragon Age uh, for an in uh, for an in advance spin through EA Access. Okay, in advance spin. Um, Xbox One exclusive service uh, five days ahead of its November eighteenth release date in North America means subscribers can trial the game for up to six hours. That includes re- recently revealed four player co op. Um, I, I read on through this, and uh, the one thing it did say is if you do like the game and you do end up purchasing it, the good news is is your save file and stuff transfers. So pretty cool. Six that's a lot. That's a lot of game time you can get for just having EA access. So I know a couple people have it. Wing, did you get it? You got it, didn't you? Yeah, I've got it. Okay. So there you go. Six hours. That's a lot. Um, Master Chief Collection's 15 gig day one download. Um, it, uh, we previously reported a couple weeks ago that it was a 20 gig download, but since then, 343 uh, has chopped 5 gig and made it available today for users who's pre ordered the game's downloadable version. So, not only can you download the game, you can pre download the patch and you'll be ready to go on day one. 
Charles Fusion gets eight racer multiplayer by the end of the year. So um, anybody has trial fusions, you uh, fusion, you know there was um, I guess a four player local co-op race. And what this patch is here is that they're promising to have eight player online um, uh, multiplayer. So by the end of the year, so Charles Fusion, that's that's a game I should probably pick up because. I have every other one, and I really like them. It's yeah, it's fun. They did yeah. some nice work with it. Yeah. All right. Art uh, Atari Game Over premieres November twentieth exclusively on Xbox. Um. You so the on story. I don't know which one. The Sometimes e. these things. Oh. Okay. Sometimes I get it, and when I click them all, and it doesn't. Do it. So, <laughs> ET and uh, other Atari games hit eBay. So, if you want to buy some of those dug up games that they threw into the um, landfill, um, they're auctioning off a collection of Atari 2600 cartridges recovered. And looks like that is on eBay. And they didn't say, did they give the real link or not? They're just on eBay somewhere, I believe. Yeah, bidding starts at fifty dollars and varies on conditions. So I was trying to find it so I could do this. So there you go. Okay. Sorry for skipping that one. So the uh, Atari Game Over premieres. Uh, so on November twentieth, uh, Xbox and Lightbox will present Atari Game Over exclusively on Xbox One and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, also on Xbox Videos uh, Video dot com. It's a documentary uh, which is free to the platforms for gold and silver Xbox Live members. So go out there and check that out. Documentaries are always fun to watch. I've been getting into them. Uh, Magic 2015 is now available for Xbox One. I checked out the price. It is $9.99. So you can get out there and uh, pick that up. It's just like Duels of the Planeswalkers and stuff. They've had them, I think, since 2012, right? They've had one every year. So I think uh, 2014 was free not too long ago on uh, Games for Gold. So there is more ways and more reasons to love Upload on Xbox now. Uh, Upload brings, obviously, you know, if you go out there, you can check some of the top videos, top this and that. Um, but what they're here is you can actually go out to xbox.com slash upload. Uh, you can already view your own clips from any game via your profile page on xbox.com. But now on this new page, you can go out and uh, see some of the other things that are out there. So, you know, you don't have to go through the app. I brought this app up like real quick um, just to see what it was. Cause I was kind of clicking through everything while stuff was downloading uh, to see what it was. Um, also, there is an upload on Xbox 360. So you can go on your 360 now and check out some clips. You can't upload any clips from the 360, but you can't watch them. Uh, Smite is going uh, enters uh, beta arena on Xbox One uh, early next year. So it looks like they said in here that they were going to uh, hit the first couple months, I think it was. But High Res Studio plans to kick off a closed beta for Smite on Xbox One in early 2015. Uh, developer revealed plans for the console's beta at PAX Australia. 
So the uh, MOBA first arrived on PC in March and since reached over 5 million registered uh, players. Um, so you go for anybody that's familiar with MOBAs and stuff like that, you know, they've kind of been taking off, although they haven't been able to catch the top two uh, big boys, but you know, still pretty cool. And so w- with a lot of the stuff that was going on, like with um, Mass Effect and stuff like that, I think they had some people leave not too long ago. Um, Mass Effect uh, has snagged Halo 4's lead writer. Um, so the Mass Effect game uh, from Bioware uh, has been written by Chris. Oh, boy. S-C-H-L-E-R-F. How would you guys pronounce that? Schlurf. 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 So I will call him Chris for the rest of the story because I don't want to butcher his name anymore. Um, so it's, it's going to be written by Chris. He's the lead writer, uh, 343 um, Halo 4. Uh, Bioware revealed that Chris's role for the game today in a blog that introduced, introduced a few new members of its development team. The lead writer for Mass Effect 2 and 3, uh, Mac Walters, is staying on for the next installment as the game's creative director. Uh, Chris joins the team as lead writer following the departure of the series creator and e- executive producer back in August, which was Casey Hudson. So that's good news because, I mean, Halo always has some good stories. Some people don't like the end of Halo 2, but sorry. <laughs> but, uh, I, I thanks. I like how Loki says that's how he would pronounce it, and he's typing it to me, and that's how you spell it. So I don't know if he's being funny, not being funny. <laughs> so, but that's it, guys. That's all I had. So. Alrighty then. So let's move into our roundtable discussion. All right. Um, this week there wasn't a whole lot to talk about but we did hit or we're really close to hitting a milestone um i don't recall when did the xbox one actually release november 22nd okay it was right or yeah it was right around Thanksgiving. so we're getting almost to a year and there was an article posted on uh, news.xbox.com about um, xbox one has hundreds of new features that were delivered in the first year and so I kind of wanted to just talk about the first year, kind of think back um, about this past year. I know, Bron, you, you, you can think about your past week with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what you, yeah. <laughs> and Rob yeah. and I, we can reflect back on the past year. But um, like Ventral Loki sent me a text today and he goes, do you realize we were a year ago, uh, we were at the Xbox Tour event. Um, oh, yeah, I remember that. And I'm like, that was a year. <laughs> I was like, wow, it, it has been a year, hasn't it? It doesn't really, it's just gone by so fast. But um, so the first thing I wanted us to talk about was just kind of share what our favorite updates that have come out um, in the the Xbox One updates. So not, not anything it's shipped with, um, but what they have added within this year so what wasn't there on on release date and some of the things that i listed was external drive support 
and I'm really glad that it didn't require a Microsoft branded drive because in the past when they've done like oh you can upgrade drives or do this it's always been like you know you got to buy the Microsoft drive you know which is always three times the price of a regular one and tiny yeah exactly so I've been really excited when that feature came out. I ran out and bought a four gig external drive, and I'm I'm just so happy I have that. Um, it's just you plug it in and it just worked. So that was one of my. I think that's probably my number. Probably my number two favorite feature if I had to rate them. My number one was the ability to digitally pre-order and pre-download games. So that they were ready to go. Um, and what was the last one we just did? Like Call of Duty. Um, I think I was able to play it at 9 o'clock. Uh, because they they made it available at 12.01 Eastern Time. So on the Pacific, that's... And if you're in Pacific Time, that means you can play at 9.01 p.m. The night, you know, the day before the game launches, so on a Monday night, so you can actually start playing at a decent hour, <laughs> and with it pre-downloaded, it's already ready to go. So that was a really sweet feature that was added. Um, I like that they they put the boot to TV, uh, because every day I walk in my office and I I said tell the thing to turn on, and I used to have to either talk my way to the TV or hit the, your grab a controller. Now it just goes right there. So I really like that. It just makes things more convenient for how I use my console. Um, and I like that they fixed the whole party chat. So when the, if you guys, uh, Rob, if you remember, and Bron, you missed this, when, you know, in the 360, when you go into a party, you're talking to the party. Yes. When, the, when the Xbox One first released, you go into a party and you couldn't hear anybody. You actually had to turn on, you had to enable, like, your microphone. Like, mm. for some reason, they would have you get in a party and you couldn't talk to anybody. It was like a two-step process, yeah. which made no sense. So they finally fixed that um, and got rid of that stupid option to have to turn on. It's like, if I'm getting in the party, I want to talk to them. So I, I, those are some of my favorites. I also wrote down... Uh, this is not a Microsoft update, but it's something that's one of my favorite apps that I really actually do like that I didn't expect. And that's the True Achievement app, which recently came out. Um, I know this isn't a Microsoft app, but um, I, the other day I was like, couldn't figure out how to do something. So I'm like, well, let me try this True Achievement app. So, I, you know, usually I'm always going to the, if I need to figure out how to do something, or uh, I always go over to walk over to the computer and go to True Achievement's website and look for um, a solution that they would have. And, and you know, they always have solutions to stuff. So now I'm like, well, let me try this app. So sure enough, there's the solutions, and you can read them all right there on your sidebar. And you can have them up and, and go and do what you need to. And it, it helped me accomplish something I was trying to do. And I'm like, this is so nice. It's just um, so it's a really nice app that came to the Xbox and that I really liked. So not a lot of apps outside of the party, the you know, watching the DVD, the friends, or the, or the messages. Those are really the only apps that I use. Um, this is one that I, I'm actually going to get use out of. So, uh, what about uh, what about you, Bron? What, what have you enjoyed this last week? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I really like the TV app. So I, I, I just, you know, I, I don't know why it was just one of those things that I kind of just liked. I, I like the idea, like, I just say Xbox, watch ESPN and, and things like that. And knows based on settings and stuff that only, you know, go to the HD version of it. And if I have standard and HD, um, so that I have that setting on. So I can just tell it like what, what I want it to go to. Um, you know, that's kind of one of my things. That's the thing I've used the most. And actually, I got to use that setting where it boots up to the TV because I know my wife is the one that turns it on every morning. So instead of her having to turn it on, say, you know, Xbox Watch TV, she can just say Xbox on and it'll turn on directly to TV and kind of miss a bunch of that stuff. Um, I do have to ask you guys, I had to go through my settings to like in a fine you know, with a fine tooth comb, because when TV's on, I don't want my messages of like who signed in to come up. Because we're constantly like our TV's constantly interrupted um, with those things coming up. But I, think, I haven't. Unfortunately, that's something we probably got to add to the feedback site. Okay. On the 360, you could say when I'm watching video, don't give me notifications. Right. But I think on the Xbox One, it's an all or nothing. It's either you turn on notifications or you turn them off. Okay, yeah, so that's something... Which is annoying, because you'd have to... If you turn it off to watch TV, you'll never get a notification until you go back in and turn them on. Turn back on. Yeah, I might have to look at doing... Maybe that's... I'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> um, so, the, I really do agree with the hard drive support. I know I don't have a hard drive on mine yet, but it's nice to know that I can just go purchase any... USB 3.0 hard drive, uh, external hard drive, and be good to go. Um, preloading, pre-downloading, um, you know, pre-ordering, pre-order, pre-download. Same, I mean, digital uh, games. I really, really, really like that. I think it's a, it's pretty neat because I know, you know, on Tuesday, Assassin's Creed Unity is going to be ready to play because it's already downloaded. Um, and then, like you, we just mentioned with the Halo uh, 15 gig update, it's already going to be ready and downloaded. Um, so that's you know that's it. the other thing I like is the I like the companion app uh, for the uh, for the uh, smart glass. That's one of my things too because yeah. I always have my controller turned off, and if I don't feel like talking to my Xbox, I just bust out my phone because I always have it with me. You know click the button and do whatever it needs to do. So, but, um, yeah, that's what I got so far. How about it, Rob? Okay. A couple of things. Um, there's a lot of stuff that, uh, is pretty neat. I'm, I'm just going to cover the stuff that I think is like the coolest of the bunch. And, uh, first off, I mean, we've said a couple of times already. <laughs> yes, I want to see them do 901p. Uh, but uh, hard drive support—that is uh, something that I was hoping that they'd have for a long time, uh, initially, and I'm glad that they did. Uh, I've only recently hit the hard drive limit, uh, the space limit—not space limit. I've, I've run out of hard drive space just only recently. So uh, this is something that is definitely in my future. And. <laughs> in terms of uh, using this feature. But I'm glad that they did that. Uh, the controller battery support, that's something that 
really irked me initially because uh, I remember those first couple of weeks or even months. I don't remember exactly when they added it now, but you'd be there playing and then all of a sudden connect your controller because the battery just ran out. So now at least it gives you a warning. And initially, I think this update came, what, in two phases? So the first thing is that they would show you a little indicator, but it would still drop you, and now they give you a warning. Uh, is that right? Yeah, it pops up yeah. telling you it's low. And when you yeah. see that pop up, you better just stop what you're doing and change it out right then and there because you maybe have like five minutes left. Exactly. So, <laughs> so it, it's so much. it's yeah, but still, it's nice to have that warning as opposed to it just dropping altogether. And then uh, I do like the preload uh, portion where you can uh, pre-order and the game will preload. Uh, that is awesome. I think that uh, those days of going to the midnight releases and stuff, those are behind us. <laughs> Not just because we're old, but uh, <laughs> just that we don't need to do that anymore. So if you want to uh, just have that game immediately, just sit there in the comfort of your own couch or, or whatnot, and the game will come to you. Actually, it's already there by the time you're mm. waiting for that midnight release and such. So those are the main things. Um, I do want to kind of give an honorable mention to something that I think is uh, just an awesome sort of feature, but it's not really an update, and that's that headset adapter. I'm really happy with what they've done with that thing. It's just nice to have that little thing click into the bottom of the controller and then have the buttons there and everything's accessible. You don't have to go through this elaborate wiring mechanism that, you know, tethers you to your Xbox, like what we had on a lot of the old Xbox 360 um, headset solutions. That's a a good point. I really like that thing, too, because I'm always, like, either raising the volume of the game or of the party. Because when I'm talking to people or someone, you know, I get in and then it's like, well, the game's too loud. I just make the, I hit the party little button on the bottom left and it Mm -hmm. lowers the game volume. It's just so nice. You just, you do it on the fly. Yeah. I really think that it's uh, probably underappreciated by a lot of people and uh, taken for granted (laughs) just because it works so well. The fact that you really don't know that it's there because it kind of becomes part of your controller. You know what I mean? It's like I don't really think of it as a separate piece anymore. It's just like it's there. It's an extension to the controller. And the fact that you really don't think about it to me shows how good it is. Because if you don't think about it, that means it's awesome. It's doing its job. So uh, that's about it for me. All righty. So the next thing was what updates do we want next what is it we want the xbox to xbox one to be able to do for us and one thing that i a couple things that i had were i'd like to have the voicemail option back like we had on the 360 Um, i always would send a little quick voicemail you know instead of having to sit there and type it out and now that i don't have a chat pad and happen to use the onboard keyboard just i don't like that um so and you would think with you having the connect, you know, being so much better and integrated and all that, that they would have allowed you to even you know, use, everybody's got a connect mic. Well, not everybody now, but when it launched, everybody had a headset, everybody had a connect. 
why did they take away the voicemail option? Um, I would like to see that brought back. I would also like to see, one thing I'd really love to see is, like, when Xbox Live first came out, you know, all you had to do was, like, plug Xbox Live in. The devs just, like, kind of plugged in Xbox Live into their game, and every every game kind of worked the same with the with the matching and stuff, you know, because it's all on Xbox side. Well, one thing I'd like to see them do to expand that would be to somehow, like, put a clan support into the OS so that, like, I could start the, the this Xbox Live clan and then my friends on my friends list could just join the clan right from like the friends list or whatnot and then any game like say call of duty comes out soon as they launch it it automatically puts them into the txl clan they don't have to you wouldn't have to go and create your tags and you wouldn't have to you know or in the forza or or all these different games because if i don't get a game say like golf club then i got to rely on someone like loki to go out and create that and manage it um, people been asking me what game was it there was a game I didn't even have and they're like hey I need to get into the club and I'm like well you got to go talk to somebody else because someone else is running it I think it would be really neat if that feature was somehow brought into the OS of the Xbox so that you could manage it like go to a clan page add another page you know you got your home your pins your home your friends in the store put another one up for clan and then you could have like like a Facebook type of page or something where you can leave messages and share stuff and set up game times. You know, people are always saying, hey, let's get a group together to do the Vault of Glass. You know, you could set that type of stuff up. I think that would be really neat. And then have that information of what clan you belong to automatically go into any game that has clan support. I think that would be awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, and then lastly, just improve um, the audio functions um, and the overall stability of the OS. Just uh, keep working on making improvements um, to make it run faster, run better. Um, you know, that that's kind of where I'm at. How about you, Brun? Well, um, I have written down just a few things. I was just talking to you about this yesterday is the I know they added the ability for the primary window and like your snap window, like to adjust the volumes between the two, but you still have to kind of like jump through settings and, and go on from here to there and, and slide. Like I want this one louder. I want this one louder. Um, it would be nice either to use like the starter back or whatever they're called now. Like maybe one of those two buttons, maybe if you're in the, do it from like the snap window. Let's say maybe they can make one of those buttons available to give you a quick way to adjust the volume. And if that's there already, I apologize because I've been trying to poke through to find it. I don't see that it's there. So, um, but I think that is something that should be there. Um, what I mentioned before, what, what <laughs> I already slipped my mind. I should have wrote it down. Um, what was the thing I just mentioned before? When I was talking about the things I liked, I was like, ah, it's not here yet. I ah, can't remember. Yeah. Um, well, besides that, the, the other thing is, is like, 
when you're playing a game and you hit the Xbox button and it goes to your dashboard, you know, that game is actually suspended, right? And the only time it gets closed down is if you start up another game or if you set up something else that takes over the main window or your main thing, I guess. It, It would be nice if there was a way to, like, shut off the app, like, turn it off. You know, like, I don't want to suspend. I actually want to shut this one down. But I guess it really doesn't matter because everything just goes into suspended mode. Um, well, you can, to... you can still quit out if you want. Just hit your menu button and hit select quit. It'll shut the game down. Oh, yeah. See, I, I usually just... See, that was the thing. It's like, I'm still new, so it's like I didn't know everything with it. I usually just hit the Xbox button. It takes me to the dashboard. Well, uh-huh. But what's nice about that is if you're switching to something else and then you come back to, yeah. as long as your Xbox is stayed on, like when you come uh-huh. back to Battlefield, you don't uh-huh. have to go through the load-up screen. It just, it's immediately on. Right. Yes. It resumes. So that that's a beautiful thing. Launch another game, then you would have to reload or, you know, from the boot-up right. complete as if you put the disc in. But so that is a really nice feature. But yeah, you can quit if you hit the menu as long as that window, that main window is highlighted. Hit your menu button and then select quit. That will actually kill that suspended uh, session, if you will. And then the next right. time you launch it, you'll have to load it from the beginning with all the menus and all that stuff. So yeah. So then uh, the Twitch, the Twitch app itself. Um, you can keep it snapped on the side and you can see like people who are coming in and people chatting. Um, but when you unsnap it, you'll see what the view, how many viewers are actually watching, um, your stream. I would like to see the chat be like an overlay, maybe on the right hand side or get to pick what side you want to show it on. Um, that way you don't have to have it snapped into where your game gets minimized. To I'd a smaller love to window. see you be able to get rid of that massive white background in the Twitch snapped when it's snapped in, it's all yeah. white. So yeah. when you are viewing the chat, it, it it's like so bright. And then if yeah. you're playing a game that's, you know, it's dark, well, most games right. aren't, you get, you just got this bright white stripe that like it's blinding. So I usually turn that, I usually have it unsnapped and I just kind yeah. of, hopefully no one's chatting. Um, but it's, yeah, yeah I would, just if I could change the color of that to be like a gray or put black and make the yeah. text green colored or something that the people talking would be better. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, so I'd rather see it like an overlay. I think the, I think the Twitch app needs to be more of an overlay similar to something like the PC that, has. That could be hard to read though. A chat, if you've True. got your game going on in the background, yeah. I mean, can you imagine like a Diablo Really well, what I've done is <laughs> I've minimized it, and I have my iPad or my phone with the chat app open, or you know, with the chat open. Oh, there you go. That's on a the good idea. on the Twitch app is usually what I do because I do. That's the other thing about like you know not having the controller, the chat pad, or whatever. I pick up my phone with the the app, and this is how I message as I use my phone. Well, you can um, talk though. I mean, they can hear you. That's what I do when people say something. I just answer them mm-hmm. through my voice. Well, yeah, that's. So, I was reading the chat message. I'm talking like if if somebody leaves or I chat message or anything like that. I'm always using my phone. I'm not using the online keyboard for anything. Just it just takes too long. Right. So, but uh, yeah, I'm trying to. I can't remember what it was when we were talking about what's the favorite items that we had, and you're like, ah, well, we'll have to ask for that or. 
like I needed to keep, take a note and I didn't take the note. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so. Rob, do you remember what he said? <laughs> no, I'll have to listen to the show. I'll listen back to it yeah, <laughs> tomorrow. Maybe I I know you said. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it was you said. So well, we'll remember it. It'll hit me in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll remember as soon as we finish the show. All right. Yeah, I you know one more thing, and I think I think this is probably already out there and voted up is. I, I I like the snapping. I think snapping's cool, but everything is an app. And I think Mark, you said this too. Is like everything's an app on there now. So like quick access to my friends list or quick access to my messages. I mean, they're not so they're quick, but they're not so quick. You know, the that menu guide on the 360. It's like, you know, I miss that. I miss hitting that and being able to click through and see my friends real fast on there. Yeah. Instead of like snapping and have it, you know, do all this. I, I think it's very painful. It's it's very painful to me to get into a party um, because you have to have a part like the friends app and the party app all need to be combined together. Like messages, friends and parties should all be one app in my well, mind. What I do is if you want to start a party, I just launch the party. I snap mm-hmm. it, start it, and then I hit invite. And then it brings up an overlay of all your friends. And then you can look there and see what they're doing. You don't have to go into the friends list and invite them from there. So I think I think you probably just probably need a little bit more time playing with it to see how the different ways are to get that. But, yeah, it is a, it's a little bit weird that it's segregated. Um, I still, even after a year, don't really like their friends app in the way that works and with the activity feeds and all that to me, I just don't see the point of the activity feed. It's like, I'll, I'll on occasion share something there, but I'm like, does anybody ever really see that? It's like, I never, I never use that myself. It's rare that yeah. I look at an activity feed. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I shared, <laughs> I shared a video and I really don't know where it went. Like right. I, I shared, I shared like me chipping <laughs> in a chip shot in golf, you know, the first time playing it. And I'm just like, but I don't like, Hey, I, I see the video. I guess I can upload the video somewhere. If you, I don't know where. If you share <laughs> it as a message, then we'll get like an Xbox Live message, and then it'll be in there and we can watch it. If you just put it to your activity feed, no one's going to see it unless they really go in and look at that feed. Because yeah. think of and it where? like Facebook, you know? If, yeah. like, if you get on once a day, well, then you if you ain't going to scroll through that whole list, and when you've yeah. got a 1,000 people on your friends list, man, that thing's just going to be... You'll miss everything, you know. It's yeah, and too when much you, going on in there to keep track. When you game DVR something, and you can go into Upload Studio and kind of add your own feedback and and, me- and like mesh things together, or do this or that. Like, where can you upload them to? You can upload them to. They go to Upload Studio, and then they right. You can select to go to OneDrive. Okay. Um, I think they're gonna be adding. YouTube, YouTube, and I, stuff like that. Okay, I thought that they did, but when I, I thought there was an option in there to, I think you can, not in Upload Studio. I don't think you can, but I think once you've uploaded it to the Upload Studio or whatever, then I think you can share it out to YouTube from there. But when you're doing the upload, the only option is to OneDrive. But okay. I think you can share out to YouTube. I believe. I thought that yeah. was an update like last month. Okay, because that's it's really weird. Like there's an upload app and then there's upload studio. 
and I guess Upload Studio utilizes the Upload app. And it's I was I was just kind of confused. Like, okay, so I have my game clips, but I can share I can share my well, game clips. There's but the then game there's DVR, okay. which you probably yeah. will never go into. <laughs> you just go into Upload Studio. That's where you're right. going to go into, and that's where you edit your stuff, your clips. Mm-hmm. But your clips are pulled from the game DVR. But right. I've I've never I think I got into game DVR like once. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of there's like. It seems like there's multiple apps. So th- yeah, I seen Game DVR. So there's Game DVR, there's Upload, and there's Upload Studio. <laughs> but my thing is, is, like you know, you can share a clip, and it shares out to my feed, like you said, where people can see it. And then, but I could also push it out to OneDrive and then share it from OneDrive, where like anybody can see it outside of a 360. Um, and then hopefully, you know, at some point in time, if they haven't already, like you said, you could do it to YouTube. But it's just like there's like. It's almost like this app thing that they introduced, which gives them a lot of freedom to put apps out, has just crowded everything. It's like you know, it's like it's like an app store. You know, there now there's just a bunch too much stuff on there, and now you have apps that are using other apps that maybe they need to tie them all together and kind of clean things up. Um, but yeah, yeah, so. and you can, like Loki said in the chat, you can share to Twitter too. But that's sharing off your activity feed, shares an email mess or shares a message or share to Twitter. But if you go and I'm gonna now you're gonna make me go look for it. I'm <laughs> almost positive there was a feature they added that you could share out to YouTube. And I think that was and there's not oh, there is upload and there's upload studio. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. And when you go to so Upload Studio, up? it actually tell you that it uses <laughs> Upload. I think, I think okay, the Upload is, okay, so that's where all the clips and everything are. The studio is where you edit that. Um, yeah. But if you go into Upload and you go to your clips, I'm okay. almost positive, and I'm going to check right now, but I think you can hit the menu button or what, maybe it's Y. There's a way to share. So let me. I'm going to click one here. You hit Y to like it. So if I hit the menu button... You have an option to share, right. and I'm pretty sure it's going to give me YouTube as an option, but we'll see. No, it does not. So you get activity feed, message, oh, the showcase, and Twitter. I thought that there was a way to put these to YouTube now. Well, you once you put them on the OneDrive, you can take them and probably upload them to YouTube, well, but you can't you can't do it directly. I, I know, fa- I know, I I know PS4 was... just... Yeah, the PlayStation just put out their their game DVRing stuff, like where you could share one button share to to YouTube. I'm sure they'll get it eventually. I I thought we had it. I really did. Yeah. I thought I've done it before, but but maybe you have to d- open up the YouTube app, and you know what I mean. That that's the stuff that I they they used to have everything just so tightly integrated. Yeah, and then they did the apps, and it's like now they're breaking everything out, and now it's just like everything's scattered. You know, so, but, okay, sorry. How about it, Rob? What What do you want next? Well, probably the biggest thing for me would be some kind of DVR functionality. Uh, if, if I threw on a 4-gig drive, 3-gig drive, whatever it is, then, I, I mean, this, this is only natural, just... It's got the space on there for TV content. Record it. Record it. And then, you know what? I'm going to have an Xbox. 
you know, on my TV. Right now, there's really no compelling reason for me to have it on my TV. And uh, uh, So you can play games back? Yeah. <laughs> How are you playing a game if they're not hooked up to a TV? It's on my computer desk, so it's at it's connected to my monitor. Oh, okay. So I've actually got I've got dual monitors, and uh, my left monitor is 360. My right monitor is the Xbox One, uh, and then normally it's just uh, you know dual screen windows. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's a it's a neat little setup, and if it's got DVR functionality, it'll be moved into the living room. For sure, probably. Or I'll have another one in you there. You have to buy another one, yeah. Yeah, there was a crazy deal at Kohl's this week. Did you hear about that? No. It's, uh, it was like 270 for an Xbox One. It's wow. a fantastic deal. And that's without <laughs> like the $100 uh, incentive for a trade-in and whatnot. But anyway, <laughs> uh, game DVR is probably my main thing that I would want. You mean TV uh, DVR? Oh, did I say game DVR? Yeah, it already yeah, has a t- game TV, DVR. Yeah, that's right. TV <laughs> DVR. So for uh, TV programs. You want TiVo so, added. <laughs> I, I was just about to say, I want TiVo-like functionality. Because I know, I'm sure it can do it. It just needs to get uh, uh, that little, um, they've got it for the European market. That TV tuner, if they just get that for the U.S. market, I think it could do it. Actually, no, it doesn't even need that. It would just switch the channels as, as it needs to. Right. Yeah, they've already so got the guide it. in there, so they already know. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. And maybe it'll be something they're going to, you know, all these things we want, we might see in the next year, because they said, um, Phil Spencer said they won't be a December update, but... We'll probably see one January or February, and uh, I would guess probably February would be the next one. They're going to probably let it, let all the new people come in for the next month or two. Um, right. They don't want to cause any issues, but uh, probably by February yep. we'll start seeing new updates again. And uh, they said they're going to do them every month for at least the next year. So mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's a and lot now, of stuff to, that they're going to continue to add. Yeah, Mark, I think you had mentioned the inability or the lack of a chat pad on the Xbox One. And they added actual USB keyboard support <laughs> to it. That's so, true. Yeah, because that, that's one thing that kind of snuck in there, and I, I think a lot of people overlooked it. But you could technically <laughs> run over to your Xbox, plug in your keyboard, <laughs> type your message, and then go back to your cell phone. There you go. I wonder if you could put like a USB wireless type of key keyboard. Oh yeah. You know, I wonder if that would work. I'm sure you could. Uh, it depends, I suppose, on the driver support. So, <clears throat> but all right. So our last thing here on the uh, roundtable discussion is I wanted to talk about. We've had a year now of of some games that have been out on the Xbox One, and. Uh, Whoops, let me unmute myself. I thought we will just kind of say, this isn't going to be, we're going to do our uh, end end of the year, you know, here at the end, uh, before Christmas, we'll do our best of the year type of, you know, rating and pick our best game. But um, 
for each category, but I just wanted to, each of us to list kind of some of what we think are the best Xbox One games this past year. Um, so, so far, the games that I feel that everybody should probably have in their library um, are Sunset Overdrive, Diablo 3, Forza Horizon 2, Dead Rising 3, Titanfall, and for an arcade or a digital-only game, um, I still really like Max, The Curse of the Brotherhood. Um, I think that's uh, that's kind of my lineup. Those have just been some fabulous games that I've really loved playing this year um, that just uh, were awesome. How about you, Bron? What, what has just stuck out and just... You've spent so much time this whole past week on that. Uh, <laughs> oh, in the think. in the four hours. <laughs> let me think. I mean, you know, really, it. I would have to say Destiny, um, and Black oh, Flag. Man. I mean, those are well. Destiny. You know, just when you just when you got yourself back on the show, now we're gonna have to talk about <laughs> kicking you back off. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, you know, the, I wouldn't say I really have, you know, best Xbox One game right now. I, I really, right. I really don't. Um, I, I will say, like, you know, I think this, like, the interactive, like, the menus and stuff that you get now on the Xbox One that we didn't have on the three, you know, the 360 it, it are really cool. You know, I'd start up a black flag and this cool looking menu came up. I'm, not, I'm just like, oh, that's pretty neat, you know, so. Um, I I don't have one right now. I will probably by the end of the year. I'll you know because I'll have a couple other played a couple other games. So, but uh, you know when you when I look at some of the games that you have, it's like I want to play Forza Horizon two. I want to play Diablo three, which is kind of weird. I want to play Sunset Overdrive. Um, I'm not into Dead Rising uh, or Titanfall, but you know Diablo three, I'd definitely say would be a good one. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. Okay, Rob. Man, that's a tough thing to pick out uh, just a couple because there were uh, a fair amount of decent games that came out this year. The ones that probably stood a little bit above the rest for me, just in terms of my personal enjoyment, and in order, probably um, Max, and this isn't just in chronological order, uh, Max, Curse of the Brotherhood, this was definitely a, a big surprise. This uh, tiny little game, in, in terms of uh, cost at least, because it was only fifteen dollars, uh, had uh, a big payoff in terms of fun and uh, longevity. Because I mean, it was like eight nine hours of gameplay. Uh, after Max, uh, I think uh, Castle Wolfenstein or no, uh, Wolfenstein: The New Order. Uh, I really enjoyed that one. That was definitely uh, an awesome game, and I'm looking forward to getting back and, and finishing it on the uh, like second timeline because there's a, a spot where it forks off, and you can uh, make a choice and then finish the game playing one way and then go back and play it the other way. And then Forza Horizon 2. Forza Horizon 2 is awesome. It's a, a great driving game. Um, I just wish they had more music, <laughs> more variety. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's a, a minor little gripe. It, you know, actually, one thing I was thinking about after our last show, as we were talking about this last episode, is uh, there was a game, it was a driving game. I don't remember if it was on the Sega Saturn 
not Saturn, uh, Sega Dreamcast, or if it was on one of the Xboxes, but you could be playing the game and then you throw in your own music CD. Does that sound familiar? And it would play your music CD? Well, the Xbox that might have been... 360 would allow you to do that with any game. You could play yeah. your own music instead yeah. of the game soundtrack. So that was part of 360. Okay, it was which probably I 360. Don't, which I don't of. think is part of the Xbox One. Yeah, I haven't heard that either. So, again, next gen took away a lot of cool stuff from yeah. last gen. <laughs> so. Well, maybe we'll get that kind of stuff uh, after a little bit of time. Here, here's but... a brand new feature, something you had for eight years on your, or ten years on your 360. They're going to now give it to you and <laughs> tell you how awesome it is. <laughs> and you could have had this a year ago if you just didn't complain <laughs> yeah, no about what you were getting. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, those are probably, like, my th- the big three for me. Although there was a lot of other, you know, really decent stuff out yeah. there. But these are like the three main standouts. All right. That's it. All righty. So let's head over to our community then. Um, you can reach us. Uh, all the all the talk is happening at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash this Xbox life. Um, you can also follow our Twitter account, uh, the twitter.com forward slash this Xbox life. Uh, if you have a, want to say something to us, uh, leave us a voicemail. Go to our website. Click on the voicemail box on the right. Just have to have a microphone hooked into your computer. Give us your gamer tag and uh, leave us your question or comment. We'll put it in the show. And um, um, so. sorry, real quick. The one thing I couldn't remember, and you're like, I'll remember in the middle of the night was the uh, notifications, turning them off during video. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, so yeah. I did look it up on the user voice, and in the August update, uh, disable notifications during video, adding the ability to turn off notifications based on feedback we heard from you. So it went in in August. Now, does video mean TV? I don't know, but I'll have to check that out. I'll have to go find so, that, too, because I missed that, and I get my notifications pop up when yeah. I'm still watching TV. So Yeah, so it looks like it just, just came out in uh, an August update. Well, how about that? All right. So, um, okay. So let's go over to new releases. We've got a string of stuff again, I think. Absolutely. A couple two tree things. All right. So uh, first up, on the 360 front, we've got uh, a couple of things here. We've got Tropical 5, Lego Batman 3, Beyond Gotham. And I, I got to say, Lego Batman is hilarious. That guy is just funny. <laughs> anyway, uh, Digimon All-Star Rumble, Digimon ASR, and Assassin's Creed Rogue. I think Rogue was, uh, that's what the old gen folks got because they're not getting Unity, right? I think, uh, what, 360, yes. PS3, and PC? Yes. Yep. getting that? Yep. And, then uh, for Xbox One, we've got Lego Batman 3, Beyond Gotham. And I got to say, Lego Batman, that guy's funny. I got to say it again, sorry. <laughs> uh, Halo Master Chief Collection and Assassin's Creed Unity for the next-gen systems. And that's it. So some decent stuff out there. Tough decision for some folks, right, on what they're going to play. Yeah. 
Yeah, Halo or Assassin's Creed. Be interesting to see which one uh, most people are playing this week. Or Lego Batman. Because he's funny. <laughs> he's hilarious. Funny guy. <laughs> Do you ever watch that stuff like between him and Superman? It's hilarious. He hates Superman. Mm. So where where can people buy these great games there, Rob? Very good question, my friend. Very good question. And simple answer for you is Amazon. Uh, you can buy all this stuff and more at Amazon and also support your favorite podcast. And that's by going to thisxbox.com forward slash Amazon. Or you can go to our website and click on the Amazon link at the top right. Uh, that'll take you there, and then uh, you have 24 hours uh, to make a purchase. Otherwise, click the link again. Alrighty. Well, yeah. folks, that is all I've got. Do you guys got any last-minute thoughts? Nope. Mm. Actually, uh, you know, question for you guys. I haven't done any research on this, so I'm not quite sure what the answer is, but hopefully you guys know. Now, those Telltale games that uh, that we've been playing for the last couple of years, have you guys heard anything in terms of uh, cross-platform on that thing? Because, like, for example, Walking Dead, uh, I've played two seasons on 360. Have you heard of it transferring over to Xbox One? Because I was actually th- talking with a buddy at work, about these games, and I really dread playing another season on the 360, just because it's so laggy, and I would hope that it's smoother on Xbox One. But all my stuff is on 360. I think it's. I think your choices though are saved in the cloud. You think? I, I do believe they're saved up um, on the Xbox Live. Would you? So. Would you have had to have chosen cloud versus hard drive when you started? No, sa- when you no. Saved it? I mean, oh, even okay. way back on Mass Effect, it was all saved in the cloud, and no one even knew it. Okay. Uh, it was one of those things. It was like when Mass Effect Two came out, they're like, "Oh, your choices are saved uh, in the cloud." So when Mass Effect Two, when you install, when you install it, it'll already know what you did. So that's what I would assume. I would make that. I would gather that that it's probably going to be able to do it. If they didn't, well, then I'll be done with the games. Because I'm, I'm with you. I'm not doing another Walking Dead on Xbox 360. No, I mean... I'm pretty much done with 360. I can't believe to say that. But it's like... I don't even boot it up to get the free games anymore. You know? It's like when oh, I play wow. it now, it's just like... Oh, why, you know, it's just, I don't know, it annoys me. It's like, I got to switch inputs. I got to wait for it to boot up, which takes forever. <laughs> then when it does, it's like you can't bring up your friends list at all. It takes another 30 seconds to a minute for that to even populate. And it's just like, this thing is so slow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Load times are crazy. The difference between the load times and Destiny, we were playing on on Friday, and you guys are like, oh, man, these load times need to be shorter. And I'm like, they're twice as long on the 360. I mean, they go from like a minute to like 20 seconds, and it's just like, oh, my gosh, it's so fast. And they're like, oh, my gosh, these load times. <laughs> we become, I was yeah. thinking this, We've become I was, spoiled. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Uh, I think it was on the crew. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. It was like 10 seconds. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. 
No. All right. I have have a couple things real quick. Okay. Not Xbox related, but I think it's good to share stuff like this. Uh, If you guys don't listen to the Foo Fighters, they're one of my favorite bands. And uh, they've been doing a special on uh, HBO called Sonic Highways. It's kind of like an addition to their documentary that they uh, did, which I can't think of the name of that one. I can't remember the name of it. I'll have to remember for next week. But uh, I've been watching it, and their album releases uh, tomorrow, if you didn't pre-order it, which is like all the songs. So what it is, is week by week, they're going to different places around the country to show like how that music inspired people and things like that. And each spot that they go to, they're writing and recording a song in like a famous uh, studio or, or an area. So they just went to Austin, Texas last week, and they've been to Nashville, and they've been to D.C., and um, so it's really cool to go and just watch like the history of music and stuff and, and albums pretty good so far. So check that out. And then another thing is blizzard. Everybody, you know, a lot of people like that development studio. Uh, they talked at BlizzCon about a new IP. It's like their first IP. They've new IP in like 14 years or something like that. Oh, yeah. and it's called overwatch. So it's like a, um, reminds me of team fortress two. But uh, it actually has a good, uh, a good little entry to it. Like, um, I don't want to say demo, but uh, what am I thinking? Um, trailer. It's a little interesting trailer that they have. It's it's really good trailer. It's pretty. It's pretty funny. So you guys should check that out too. That's all I had. Okay. Alrighty. Well, if that's it, then we appreciate you guys joining us here each week. Uh, Thanks for following us on Twitter and Facebook and Twitch and tweets and (laughs) everything else. So uh, we will see you guys uh, online and back again next week. With that, I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. I'm Rob, also known as Prestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all next week. And I'm Brun, BJ633. I'll see you on my Xbox One. (laughs) 